Have you ever had a rift with your parents? Has something separated you? This is Saturday, October 21st. One study explains how this can happen. In many cases, adult children cut off their parents because of early childhood experiences involving trauma, attachment wounds, miscommunication, or unhealthy dynamics. These experiences are often cumulative and can end in a straw that broke the camel's back moment where the adult child decides they've had enough. Now, this might sound uncommon, but a study published this summer said that 26% of adults were cut off from their fathers and 6% from their mothers. Now, this week we've been learning about parenting in the gospel. And it's true that parents are placed in a tough position. Parents are not friends. For children at home, they are the authority figure. They're called to train and discipline their children, not to turn a blind eye to the way their children live and to their behaviors. As they do this, they're to represent the Lord. The parent who does not train or discipline does not love because their children because it is for the child's good and for God's glory. But it's possible for a parent to go too far. Notice the warning from our text for today. This is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. What does that word exasperate mean? Well, it means something like to frustrate. It can even mean to madden. How can fathers do this? I think this most easily happens when too great a burden of expectation is placed on a child, or when the father has expectations, but he doesn't live faithfully himself. I think, for example, of King David after his son Absalom sinned. David told Absalom to return to Jerusalem, and then we are told that David refused to see him for two years. During this time, Absalom expected his father, David, to resolve the matter with him. At one point, Absalom said, Now then, I want to see the king's face, and if I am guilty of anything, let him put me to death. In other words, why will he not see with me? Why will he not deal with this sin? It would be better if he put me to death than to be left like this, with this thing to remain between us. Frustration for Absalom? led to bitterness and anger and ultimately rebellion. But before this, he tried everything he knew to get his father's attention. He became exasperated. In most cases, children want to please their parents. Absalom wanted relationship with his father, but David denied that. As parents and as fathers, we can leave wounds in the lives of our children. We can do this through criticism. It can be through neglect or abandonment, through harshness, through legalism. Perhaps we can understand why adult children have cut their parents off in record numbers. So what is the remedy? Ephesians tells us that we are to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Here's the high calling of parents that we've been looking at through this week. Before we dial down into it, it is helpful to remember the important role that fathers play in the lives of their children. 
How do fathers support their children? They provide needed and needed emotional and spiritual support. Children want to follow their fathers. When they see God being honored in the life of their father or mother, they are able to learn this way themselves. Fathers are critical for role modeling, for showing them healthy manhood and healthy relationships. They also can keep their children from engaging in risky behaviors. They encourage achievement and help their children discover who God made them to be and what their calling may be. Fathers also provide discipline and boundaries for their children. Fathers can provide a positive environment, one of safety and affirmation. Fathers can teach their children the Word of God and what it means to walk in wisdom. You see, there's a huge missing piece to the puzzle when a father is missing from the life of a child. And I think Paul singles out fathers here because in Ephesus, in the Greco-Roman world, fathers wanted heirs, but they often moved on from their children. They had very little time for them, for training and developing them for life. It's true, they hired others to do this, but they often left a gulf of distance between them and their children. And the girls, well, they fared even worse than the boys. The gospel going out into the world began a radical change in the parent-child relationship. Followers of Jesus knew how Jesus treated children, how he blessed them and cared for them. And Jesus also passed along a love that changed marriage and recast the family. The result was a birth of the formation of children through life in the home, with the Father leading the way and doing so because of the love of Jesus. The attention we pay to children today has largely resulted from this gospel transformation that spread out into the world. And this is why we must keep our eyes focused on Jesus. He has taught us to value the least among us and then to be the servants of all, especially with our children. The best place to bring to, for this to happen is at, at home with your children. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you have not left us alone, but, O oh God, you came into human flesh in Jesus to be God with us. By your Spirit, cause the love of Jesus to fill our homes and our lives. We pray for the children and our families and in our church. There are days when we, f we fear for their future. We wonder what world they will be inheriting from us. We want them to know you, Lord, and to trust in you. Teach us how to teach them the gospel. In the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>